What an entertaining eight-game winning streak this has been for us fans of the Milwaukee Brewers. Eight in a row, they've scored more than five runs in all eight in these games. And George Webb may have to be on alert. We'll get to that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, my favorite game of the season, attending at least a 10-6 win over the San Diego Padres to extend the winning streak to eight in a row. It was a beautiful day to be out there. Again, the great Brewer fans. Here we go. Uh, 36,000 facing a, a San Diego Padre team. It's got a losing record. The Brewers are in first place. And here we are. Brewer fans, as always, they were giving anything away today. And still 36,000 come out to AmFam Field. I mean, I just, I, I know I, I come on the show all the time and, and gloat about the fan support because I think the fan support sometimes gets unnoticed. I just, I mean, we just, we shouldn't just, but the Brewers better not just assume that this kind of crowd will show up even if you have a crappy team, okay? I mean, 36,000 is amazing. I think for a Sunday afternoon, not giving away any bobbleheads, and your team has been to one World Series in 54 years. I think that's great. That's not the way I wanted to start the show. I went off on a tangent to start the show. We're going to get to the game. We're going to get to the winning streak. We're going to get to the Cubs. We're going to get to the pitching matchups coming up in this series with the Cubs. All that more coming up next here on Lock the Brewers. Chuck Freeman here, first-year host, longtime sportscaster in the state of Wisconsin, a talk show host, and I've been covering the Brewers for over 40 years for AP. Was out there as a fan today, sitting in Section 224, second row. I love those seats, great seats. I love the club sit section and the 200 level. Those are my two favorite sections. And, yeah, it was great. You know, you could be out there, and you, if you were in the sun, if you were at that game today, you know, you realize, wow, you know, you're not baking here in the sun because it was like a late summer day, and it was very low humidity. But the Brewers, let's get to them. Down 4-1 to one in this game, rallied with a 7-run sixth inning, and took command of this game. Now, how many times have we seen the Brewers this year get down and disappear? Well, this is not your July Milwaukee Brewers. This is not your June Milwaukee Brewers. This is a Milwaukee Brewers team that somehow has caught the magic. Somehow has caught the magic and are doing things that they had not done early in the season. When this was like one of the most boring baseball teams, let's face it, let's be honest. Up until a week and a half ago, this was one of the most boring first-place Brewer teams in the history of the franchise. Now, there's not been a lot of first-place teams this late in the year. But winning baseball teams, this was probably one of the most boring. And then they come out a week ago Friday, and they win a 9-8 ball game in Texas. And they keep rolling. And they keep it right going through Minnesota. They went through Texas. They went through the home to the two home games against Minnesota and kept it going this week against San Diego. Again, five runs or more in all eight of those games. Hitting the over like crazy, these Milwaukee Brewers. And today, Rowdy Telez comes off the bench, delivers. He pinch hit for Tyrone Taylor. But, I mean, it, it seemed like 
I mean, council pushed the right button there. But how many were you like, oh boy, Rowdy Telez, bases loaded? I don't know. I, I had I just had this good feeling with Telez at the plate at that. And I haven't felt that way very much about Rowdy this year. <laughs> I, I bat 213 or whatever, but delivers that rope off the right field wall, scoring in two. And the bingo just kept on coming for the Milwaukee Brewers. And yeah, the Padre pitchers were walking guys. They walk like nine guys. Okay, I get it. But still, the Brewers took advantage. Now, earlier in the game, you know, they walk out, bases loaded. He was walking guys there, and the Brewers scored one run. They blew an opportunity. Willie Adamas bounced at a double play. And, you know, in that inning, they cut the they cut it to 4-2. But I thought, hopefully, that could have been a big inning. But they came right back in the sixth inning, and, you know, they didn't let that early opportunity take them down because they came right back and exploded and won the game. Wow. Five-run explosion on Saturday night. The, the This Brewer team had been winning games like 3-2, 2-1, 2-0, 4 was a lot of runs. But now they're winning games, you know, big margins like this, 10-6, picking up the pitching staff. Wow. How great was that? I'm I'm just telling you, I'm just I'm just so excited to watch the Brewers play these days because of the brand of baseball they're playing. The kind of baseball that we want to see. Okay. The kind of baseball where they're hitting with runners in scoring position. They're having great appearances at the plate. Guys are pinch hitting and delivering. And it's fun to watch this lineup play every day. It is. Uh, early in this game, Carlos Santana jammed his foot at third base. And I thought, oh boy, oh no. Um, because he has been one of the spark plugs on this team. Okay. Just roped a double down the third baseline or first baseline. And man, he's been, I think, really good for these guys so far. Coming up with some big base hits, okay? Home runs. And when he jammed his foot in the third base, man, there was a quiet little hush that came over AmFam Field. But thankfully, I mean, Council wanted to take him out of the ballgame. Council was good with taking Santana. I'm like, let him walk it off a little bit. Let's let's check it out here. So he, you know, jogged it off and all that, and he was fine. He stayed in the game. They helped beat out a a ground ball the first base that was booted uh, later in the game. So he was fine. Seemed fine. Now, you know, Monday, when he reports to Wrigley Field, we'll see how he's doing. But so far, so good. And, yeah, that was a scary moment because I did not want to see Santana, who's been good with the glove and with the bat, and a big pickup for these guys after that initial week or so, a couple of weeks actually, when he wasn't doing anything, and we were sitting here, oh boy, what's what do we, what do we got? What do we do? Uh and in Canna too. I think Canna's been great. But Canna started the rally there in the sixth inning with a base hit down the left field line. Made a big old wide turn at first base. So I think both of those guys, I want to see Canna uh in the lineup every day. I said that the other day and Santana um continues to stuff be huge for me. All right. Um who else was huge in this game? a guy who I bashed a lot early in the season, and I'm not afraid to admit it, Bryce Wilson. All right. 
I was scared to death of Bryce Wilson early in their game. And yeah, I, do I want him in have high leverage spots? Well, not exactly, but he had to come in after Adrian Hauser left early in this game, 4-1 deficit. Uh, Hauser had some elbow tightness. Now it sounds like it's not the UCL, uh, the UCL, but just in the elbow area, not the UCL, which we know is a, a death sentence sometimes for pitchers. Another injury they're going to have to check out when he gets to Wrigley Field, as Council said. But the bottom line is Bryce Wilson came in, gave them four scoreless innings of middle relief, held held the tide down a little bit because the Padres are putting up some runs. Four runs, they hit a couple of home runs off Hauser, and Wilson came in and settled the game down and allowed the Brewers to come back in this game. Uribe. This was his first bad outing. This Aribe, I was, I, I'm surprised we have not seen, you know, rookie, seen this out of him yet because, you know, he throws 100. Um, you know, he's got some wildness in him. He has not demonstrated that as a brewer, but today, three walks, one hit by pitch, three wild pitches. Wow. Um, they put him in with the 10 4 lead and gave a few of those runs back. And then, who picked him up? Hobie Milner came into a tough spot. Runners on the corners, nobody out. And Milner got out of that jam um, without further damage. Wow. Hobie Milner picked up a rebate. And then the last two innings, Trevor McGill, two scoreless innings. And what I thought was huge here is with the with those guys, Bryce Wilson, yeah, you rebate didn't do his part, but Milner picks him up. And then McGill, the B bullpen guys, the the B listers in that bullpen, do the work. Save the day for Pagera, Piamps, and Williams to be fresh starting this Cubs series on Monday night. So didn't have to use them in a game like this. Not at all. You used all three of those guys in this homestand, um, but you didn't use them Sunday. They're going to be fresh. They're going to be fresh for Monday. So that. That I thought was key in Bryce Wilson, big part of it, settling down things and the Brewers roaring back. And, and Trevor McGill, Trevor McGill, um, two scoreless innings to finish out. He's a big reason why the, the Brewers were able to save the A-list bullpen for Monday and the rest of the series. Just huge. I just huge. Um, by the way, you can download our episodes wherever you're getting them. You download our episodes every day on Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on all the major download platforms. My name is Chuck Freeman. I list them all on my Twitter account, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. And, of course, our growing YouTube audience. Please go to our YouTube. Go to YouTube. Search Lockdown Brewers. You're going to hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button there. And we're, you're going to get alerted every time we drop an episode here on Lockdown Brewers, which we do on starting on Sunday night and continuing right through the week. Uh, this show is brought to you in part by Sleeper. If you are, if you think you are a fantasy sports stud or you think you know the matchups, Sleeper is for you because they have more categories to choose from in fantasy. Sleeper is a fantasy sports gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming the fastest organically grown fantasy platform in the country. 
Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks. You could win up to 100 times your money. First-time depositors rank, receive 100% instant deposit up to $100 using the promo code LOCKDOWN. Do you think a certain player can hit a home run? Let's say you think uh, you think Adamas can go deep on Monday night in the pitching matchup there. Well, you can parlay that up, choose up to two or more players that you like on a bunch of different stat categories, home runs, strikeouts, hits, all that, triples, stolen bases. There's a bunch of those on there. But use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a $100 match in your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleeper terms of use for details that were currently operational over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. And they got terrific payouts as well. But Sleeper is the way to go. And they got dynamic payouts. But uh, And they're fast and safe and easy. Download the Sleeper app today and check it out. Check out the Brewers and Chicago Cubs in a first of a three-game series coming up on Monday night. You get the game on Sirius, Sirius XM. And the game, all, in fact, all 162 of Brewer baseball. You get the Wade Miley with a 705 start on Monday. 705, you get on Sirius, Sirius XM, and search Milwaukee Brewers. Everydayers out there, all you everydayers who follow us along every day right here on Lockdown Brewers. I know who you are. I see you tweet me. I see you write your comments on YouTube. You follow me along. You set your podcast. I love it. Thank you very much. We're a sports, we're a Brewers community. Leading the way, leading the charge. Our team, let me double check. Is it 15 games? 16 games over the 500 mark. And a four-game lead on the Cubs, six on fading Cincinnati. Wow. If the Brewers can extend this winning streak to 11, they'll have a seven-game lead on the Cubs, if you can believe that. I'm just hoping to take two or three. And, of course, don't get swept against a team that's in second place. That's a six-game swing right there. Do not let that happen. So we'll talk about this Cubs series. We'll talk about uh, the matchups and uh, a few other things as well. God, I'm just – the way things have been going for the Milwaukee Brewers right now, they have been such delight to watch. We'll talk more about it coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman. Yeah, the George Webb alert. George Webb, twice in their in Brewers franchise history, 1987 and 2018, they had 12 game winning streaks. 2018, they had a, or 2000, and, wait, it was 1987 and 2018. 1987 to 2018. 1987 was the first time they had to give away the hamburgers for George Webb. George Webb, for those of you outside of Wisconsin, is a place that serves breakfasts and and lunches and all that. They're open 24 hours a day in most cases around the state. Get breakfast anytime. But they've been around since like the 50s, I want to say. And they're known for their hamburgers. So they made a promise back in the 70s. If the Brewers, it might have been earlier than that, Maybe, might even when the Braves were here, but if they if the Brewers win twelve or more games, you get free hamburgers. And in '87, the Brewers won thirteen in a row, and they had to give out hamburgers. 2018, they had to give out hamburgers. So as of 2021, was the last I heard they were still doing the bargain. I don't know if they're still doing it, but 
they have to be on alert if they are, because it's eight in a row. So I don't know if that's up to George Webb's if they're doing it, but the Brewers are inching close if they could sweep the series and continue it next weekend uh, when the Phillies are in town. Very cool. So the Cubs are ahead in this series, and the Cubs have won two in a row. Yes, Cincinnati is just fading. They are fading like a flower. Uh, Wade Miley will pitch in the opener for the Brewers against uh, Jameis Intalian, who's not having a very good year. An ERA close to six. Wade Miley has struggled at times lately since coming off the injured list, but Wade Miley certainly capable of going in there, the lefty, and doing the job on Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday, Corbin Burns coming off a rough outing in his last start, but the Brewers came back and bailed him out. And uh, I believe Justin Steele, yeah, Justin Steele, who's having a great year for the Cubs. He's 14 and three, got an ERA of under three. That's going to be a tough one for the Brewers. And of course, he's also a lefty, uh, which always bodes, bodes well for the Brewers, bodes uh, terribly for the Brewers. And then Wednesday, Brandon Woodruff. Woodruff pitched great Friday. Woodruff Friday and Peralta Saturday. He had Woodruff 11 strikeouts Friday in the opener of this series against the Padres. And Peralta had nine pitching into the sixth inning. Getting a career-high 11th win. Freddie continues to do the job. Strong number three starter. Woodruff takes his 3-1 and one at 2.65 earned run average to a, an afternoon game, which you know some of us who grew up watching Cubs baseball on WGN in college and as kids on the uh, Superstation, that's when they always play their games. 120 in the afternoon, the Brewers will play their Wednesday game. Uh, an afternoon game. The Brewers have swept three series in a row for the first time since 2014 with his eighth game winning streak, the three in Texas, the two against Minnesota, and the three here against the Padres. Three series in a row they've swept for the first time since 2014 season. The 2014 season that was shaping up to be such a great season and kind of faded off in August and September. All right. Uh, let's get to some of your tweets, see what you guys had to say on a Brewer victory today. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's get to uh, Harley. Harley, hey, Chuck, I'm back to commenting on Brewers baseball after getting over COVID. Well, good. Good, good, Harley. Good. Thank uh, you. Know, thank God that you're recovering from this that horrible um, sickness right there. And you're back. Um I'm going to steal one of your favorite phrases for the next series. Don't get swept. Go Brewers. You got it, Harley. And continue to continue good health, my friend. Uh, Beer Cheese Benny. Guy can't hit a sack fly if life depended on it. Adamus, who destroyed the third inning. I was ticked off with Adamus. Bouncing that double play. Like, oh, man, this is not the way this game is going to go, is it? This is not how we're ending in this game. He bounced into a double play, and that was that. Um, beer cheese, Benny also adds, I don't like, I don't understand how council kept him in for as long as he did when a guy doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. Well, he's talking about beer cheese, Benny talking about why they kept your in this game. And he had, remember, remember three pitchers or three hitters. You got to keep men. That's where you got to keep men for three hitters. So yeah, you could kind of tell after two, it was like, Oh boy. I mean, 
that's as wild as a pitcher has been all year. It's as wild as I've seen a pitcher in a while. The the balls that are going back to the backstop and all that at Uribe, but yeah, they got him out of there. And but thank God that Hobie Milner saved the day there, and then Trevor McGill finished up. Bryce Wilson moving his record to six and zero. Just kind of came in and and you know picked up wins here and there. Six and zero, six and zero on the season. Uh, Hauser. Well, we're going to find out. How, um, Chroma said something about Hauser uh, here. Uh, Hauser. They we're, they're going to move him to middle relief once they get to the postseason. There's no doubt about it because I mean, let's face it. I don't care if Hauser pitched consecutive no hitters in his last two starts. Burns, Woodruff, and Freddie. That's the way we're going in that wild card series. Three home games. We're lining up with those guys. Burns, Woodruff, Freddie, and then you have Hauser coming out of the bullpen if you need him for middle relief. I like Bryce Wilson in middle relief today. I, I thought, man, God, if you can have that, him do that in middle relief. But the bottom line for this Brewer team, and I was listening to the San Diego Padres broadcast on uh, Friday night. They were talking about how tough the Brewers how tough of an out the Brewers could be in the postseason. Now, we all know offensively, that's where that has been their death in the postseason. Atlanta series in 2021, they couldn't score. 2018, they had some offensive difficulties in Los Angeles in the last two games in the in the NLCS. That one extra inning game in game four, I want to say. And then of course they ran into Kershaw. But um, and then Game seven, but you you got to be able to score runs. But the Padres, Mark Grant was saying on the broadcast that uh, you know the Brewers are going to be a tough out because when you line up those starting pitchers, those first three, and you have the bullpen the way the Brewers have it set up, all you got to do is score a handful of runs. Now you hope you can. I don't want to live that way by just scoring a couple of runs to win games. We've done that all season and kind of lived on the edge. But this is the kind of baseball is more like it where you don't put all the pressure on your pitching staff where Corbin Burns and Woodruff, and you can give them so give them a cushion by exploding for a big inning. These big innings have eluded the Brewers for the most part this year. They had a couple of early, early in the season at Kansas city. And I think one other series this year, they, they, they had a big, big crooked numbers, like seven runs, but for the most part, you haven't seen a lot of it, but the way the Brewers are playing right now, this is what, this is what we need to see. This is what we need to see. Uh, the winning streak, eight in a row, and continuing just to go out there and play an exciting baseball for the fans because the fans are the number one reason why this team is here and is going to stay here, all right? We're going to run out of time because I want to talk about Mark Antanasio. I'm going to try to get in that segment because he talked over the weekend um, about council, and he did talk about wanting that that he and council are not going to talk contract right now until the end of the season because they're in a pennant race. So those two are going to talk at the end of the season. And even you guys out there who are ardent council haters, and I don't know why. Yeah, I know. Does he does he do certain things that? But they all have. 
every one of these managers that are in Major League Baseball, you go to anybody. People have had problems. I remember when Joe Torre was managing the Yankees. He enlisted the WFAN in New York, and people were complaining about Joe Torre, and they were 15 games in the first place. So every Brewer manager since I've been alive, I've been doing talk shows, people have had complaints about. We want counsel back. All right. It's not his fault that the lineup, the maybe the roster makeup isn't as good as we want it to be. That's not his fault. And to some extent, it's not Matt Arnold's fault. It's a, it's a, it's a Major League Baseball Players Association problem. We know that. We're not going to get to that. But the bottom line, as I was saying with Arthur Antanasio, he talked Saturday night about he and Craig Council are going to sit down at the end of the season and talk whether or not Council wants to come back and manage next year or whether or not he's going to move on. That's a question that's going to ask, uh, they're going to answer in the offseason. As far as moving the stadium, I think we're going to talk more about that tomorrow night um, after the, the Brewers take on the Cubs. Wanted to touch on this win and talk about how great this team was playing. That dominated the uh, the podcast today because I am just overjoyed. I was overjoyed to see a double digits on the scoreboard today. That was fun to see. And they come back down 4-1 and they win it. And it was a great day to be at AmFan Field. 36,000 on hand. And the fans were great as always. We'll see you tomorrow night. I'm sure you're all going down to Wrigley Field and um, supporting this team. It's especially fun when our team is in first place by four games and 16 games over the 500 mark as we head to the deep part of August. Chuck Freeman, Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Brewers and Cubs tomorrow night, Sirius XM, 705 with the broadcast. You get all the broadcasts on Sirius XM and the SXM app, Search Brewers. Everydayers out there, punch us up on Google, Spotify, Apple, our podcasts, download on all the major platforms, wherever you get it. Go to Lockdown Brewers, save us there, bookmark us there, alert, set the alerts. And of course, on YouTube, go to YouTube, Lockdown Brewers on YouTube, hit the search button, hit Lockdown Brewers, subscribe, hit the bell, and we're going to talk Brewer baseball with you every day. Brewers baseball right here on Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. Chuck Freeman. So long, everybody. Have yourself a great Monday.